Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Canada's podcast. I'm Phil Bliss, the founder of Canada's podcast. And today we're coming from Hamilton, Ontario. We're going to meet Ashley Short and Tijan Yalchin, who are the founders of Earth Kisses Sky. Tijan has had a long career in holistic health practices and is a registered massage therapist and an acupuncturist who additionally is certified in a number of other approaches to wellness, such as reflexology and Reiki. Ashley is a certified holistic nutritionist, a clinical herbalist, and EKS services the growing cannabis wellness and lifestyle community through competitively priced and enviro-conscious cannabis topicals. Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, uh, how you got here, you know, give us the details of, of the current business, and then we'll kind of go on to the, to the next phase of the interview. Sure. Thank you, Philip, so much for having us here. Yeah. I always talk the most, so I'm going to throw it over to Ashley to start this off. <laughs> it has been so fun, by the way, so far, trying to get this podcast going. Yes. So I think, <laughs> I think we could have like a lot of bloopers in this. <laughs> Why don't we just roll the bloopers? Because <laughs> who cares what we have to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's get back to our questions. So my name is Ashley. I'm a holistic nutritionist, clinical herbalist, and co-founder of Earth Kisses Sky, along with my life and business partner of 17 years. And my name is Tijan Yelchin. Uh, co-founder of Earth Kisses Sky. It started 11 years ago as private practice. I worked as a registered massage therapist and registered acupuncturist. And together, we had a full operation-based clientele. And currently, EKS has pivoted from service to product um, more two years ago, let's say. And currently, we are Canada's leading edge producers of effective, all-natural-based herbal ingredients um, topicals. So that's what we do. We're a cannabis uh, topical company now, and we have a story of why we got started in that industry. And the main purpose of today isn't to talk about specifically the topical side of our business, but just any anything that really people have questions for cannabis related. I mean, yeah, you're really qualified guys in the wellness sector. Um, you know, what made you choose cannabis? I mean, you, you know, why why that? Uh, uh, you know. Just curious, just curious. It's kind of obvious, but I should ask the question. Yeah, I think we both have different journeys. I feel like we've both been really connected to the cannabis plant a long time ago, if we think about it. Mm-hmm. When I was, I was just told recently by my mom that I told her when I'm, when I was 12 years old, I told her, I'm going to be working with cannabis when I'm older. And she was not happy <laughs> with that. She, she was very against it. She's like, no, you're not. You're 12 years old. And at that time, you know, and at that time there was a huge stigma. And also I, I didn't really know much about it for some reason. I was just very drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got older, I, uh, I ended up getting sick. So in, when I was in 2012, I ended up getting Lyme disease, which kind of made me really, um, I was already really um, interested and into uh, herbs and nutrition, but specifically I was really connected to cannabis. So I wanted to incorporate that into my health regime in order to help manage pain and inflammation for me. Um, yeah, so that's basically how I got, I got started into it. And you're being pretty like, 
easy about like when she was diagnosed, like she was in a wheelchair, she had a cane, she was the youngest in Ontario to get a full knee replacement last year. So it's been a journey and uh, maybe the past year, you're now walking without a cane, mm-hmm. um, no wheelchair and, and we never claim it's because of the creams or anything, but it's, it helps definitely cannabis helps with the pain management and yeah. also, you know, nutrition and herbs and allopathic medicine all were wonderful. Yeah. So it's just an added flow. Mm-hmm. Running a product business is very different than running a services business. So it, mm-hmm. it, I mean, you know, why don't you talk about the differences, you know, the change of pivot, changing the focus. You, you know, I mean, first of all, there's more capital required in a, mm-hmm. in a product business in terms of startup versus a services business. You know, mm-hmm. pass, pass well, that economy. I, we absolutely love the service side of things. And it was very heartbreaking to put a pause or pivot. I actually sent a retirement notice uh, two years ago, uh, almost to the date. And it was kind of devastating because this would, this will be my 20th year of services. I still practice massage on my family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to do it to make space to see the bigger vision. We, when we're, when we're seeing patients, it's only one-on-one. So we can only access X amount of people a week. With products, we can build a community that is much, much larger. And our education that we have and the wellness and the, the knowledge that we can share can be done in a much greater scale. For example, doing something like this. This is something we wouldn't do ever if we were doing our um, private practice alone, seeing one client per hour um, type of way. So there's there's a pivot in that sense, but also a pivot in safety or security. Ashley, when she was sick, she couldn't see as many people. And then um, along the way, I had to take four months off because something was going on with me. And then you just kind of open your eyes and say, wow, we, we you know, we're coming close to 40 years old. Um, this... <laughs> Oh, yes, we forgot. Live on your age always. One of Lucille Ball's that quote, which is one of my favorite, favorite humans. Uh, my, my, one of my favorite female. I'm just, I'm just joking. I don't mind aging. Aging gracefully. Yeah, aging gracefully. Yeah. Um, so, so the service industry to, to products made sense for us because just the access of more people, educating more people in that sense, but also providing us, um, let's just be honest, we like the risk. It's crazy. It's exciting. There's an adrenaline rush. There's raising capital. There's all of that. Yeah, we talk, I mean, the biggest thing, people have ideas and want to do things, but you mean, let's be candid about it. Generally, the, the people don't go, one, because they, 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 they're not risk takers on one level, but the other is, you know, they can't, they need money. So, okay. I mean, how, how did, you know, how did you guys raise money to start a product business. So it's, you know, it, I know it's related, but it's mm-hmm. kind of, un, it's a way different thing. You it's know, simple. You're in the wellness business, but it's like day product business. Just ask for it. It's that simple. Just ask for it. That's easy to say right now. But, but if you remove all of the everything, you just ask for it, anything you want in life. You know, if you see something beautiful that you want to take a picture of, like, yeah. and you're a photographer and you're just learning how to take pictures, most of the time people are afraid to approach people and ask them for the picture. Mm-hmm. The best advice someone told me 
even when buying that camera was don't be afraid to ask the worst that someone can say is no. Mm -hmm. And if you're okay with that, no, and that rejection, and it's learning how to be become just being rejected and practicing rejection and feeling okay with failure and rejection, because these are the first steps that I would recommend for people to practice. Because if you can't pass that barrier of Mm -hmm. failing and being okay with it, then trying to ask for money would be next to impossible and you probably wouldn't get off the ground. So just ask for it. <laughs> and that's what we did. We we went on the audition for Dragon's Den. That was an awesome thing. We asked for money there. We got an offer. We got the episode was supposed to air. It didn't. That's okay. So that was like a failure. So we asked ourselves, what did we learn from this experience? Um, Anyways, the money ended up not coming through from Michelle, who was one of the dragons. And from that point on, we just continued asking and pitching. And you get like you can get a hundred no's, but all it takes is the one yes. Mm-hmm. Especially in the cannabis industry, this is a high risk um, investment, which there's no guarantees. And you have to find an investor that is okay with that and willing to take that risk and believing in your product. So I mean. I'm interested, you know, in terms of moving forward, you know, it often, you guys are great, but is there someone, mentor, advisor, that that has made the difference between, you know, your success, mm-hmm. uh, the way you were and where you are now, if you like? That's a, that's, that's. Like there's not one like what do you what do you yeah say? I don't know I feel like there's not one one specific person I feel like it's a collective of so many people and right. so many experiences that kind of lead you to where you're meant to be like I always I always think to myself if I didn't get sick would I be doing what I'm doing today mm-hmm. probably not I'd probably still be maybe in the cannabis industry maybe still, you know, working one-on-one with clients, but would I necessarily be pivoting into a product like this? No, because I needed to go through that journey. I needed to connect with these specific people to create something like this so that I can share it with so many others. So I think, yeah, there's not one mentor. There's like multiple mentors. Yeah, What we say is we've built a village because it takes a village and each villager would play a different role in, in our business, EKS. So mm-hmm. like someone like project manager would make sure that we are on top of our projects and make sure that we're executing, you know, all of that kind of Excel spreadsheet stuff that we're not like, that's not our thing, right? We produce products. We're the more creative side. Um, so it's definitely and like lawyers, you need marketing. We have you know, people that connect us to you, right, mm-hmm. Philip? Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of our villagers had to do that. Um, so it definitely takes a village and never would we say that we did this on our own mm-hmm. because this the product side of things has started five years ago and we come from the legacy market, um, which is a market which, you know, we would find the night before the address locations to where we're going to sell our cannabis infused creams because it was not legal and these were these were risks that we took in the beginning and even the people we met there are playing a major role in the success of our legal um cannabis topical because we needed every player even from way back five years ago Mm -hmm. we need to go through that journey yeah yeah so you know i mean i'm an entrepreneur you know 
guys are entrepreneurs. Are we weird or something? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are we wired differently? Than, I mean, you, you, we have lots of friends. Mm-hmm. Are we different than, than, than some of those guys that <laughs> work for work for not companies and, and do that all? Over? I think I think Jijin, yeah, you you would always say stuff because I used to always work for others. She's more so. What I compare it to is there are people who thrive on uncertainty. Like I love watching new movies, but I hate watching the same movie twice. People, I like watching the same movie twice. People are really consistent. Like, like you're you love consistency. So you're more natural to want to work for someone because it's a guaranteed quick check at the end of well yeah because I was like I never looked at myself as an entrepreneur to start. And then when I met Tijan, she was very entrepreneurial mindset. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had the ability to do that, but I didn't know how. And I could remember her being like, Ash, let's go here today. And I'd say, I can't, I'm working. She's like, just tell them you can't show up. I'd be like, let's go on vacation and, like, tomorrow. And she's like, just tell them you can't come. And she didn't ever, she never understood why I can't just call them and say, sorry, I can't come in today because I'll lose my job. But she's like, then quit. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so it's easy to say that it, it, there's no judgment. Some people really love that consistency <laughs> because when you're an entrepreneur, there's heavy highs and heavy lows. There's risks, there's losses, yeah. there's inconsistency. You don't know what each week sometimes is going to be. So to answer that question, we, I feel like living outside the box is more fun for me because I can see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when you're just so narrow and inside the box, that's all you see and that's your world. Mm-hmm. And I just get so much excitement from just new well, things. You know, we, we entrepreneurs go at it, you know, work, 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 work. But yeah. really, I mean, how do you guys balance that kind of effort? How do you relax? You know, mm-hmm. how do you not think about work? Uh, you know, I think we're pretty good at it, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, we really yeah. take our health serious. I think being in the health background, too. Yeah. Like, I think we've always done it. Even when we did work nine to five with clients, we always made sure that we had uh, like an hour out of the day to like enjoy the sunshine or go for a walk or go for a hike or, or uh, meet with some, like a friend. Mm-hmm. We always made the point that um, to have fun too, to just not be so work, work, work. Yeah. Enjoy the process. Yeah. Really. We thrive on making sure because when we're not in our genius zone or, or enjoying the process, it, we become more irritable with each other. And uh, we, pr- we, our focus is, distracted and now we're getting nothing done so like for example i just went floating yesterday like that's part of my i'm gonna go escape for an hour and float in a dark watery tank and (laughs) shut the world out and that i do once a week um so when i prioritize times like that i make it a priority as if i'm scheduling a meeting like it's just as important as making sure i show up for you today yeah i had to make sure i show up for myself and that being in the industry where I've seen a lot of cases of people struggling, I learn from people when they come to me and saying they're stressed about work and I see what it does, how it manifests to their body, like aches and pains wise, because I don't want to be like that. So there must be a way. So when you have a pile of dishes, let's say, and you know that work needs to be done, instead of saying, oh my God, I can't, I have to do those dishes. 
you have to kind of enjoy the process of doing the dishes like, oh, wow, I'm enjoying each dish and I'm looking outside and look at that bird and she's laughing because I hate doing dishes and I always say this example. She always uses this. I don't know why she uses this example. There's always a pile of dishes in our house. (laughs) She's probably like, when are you going to start loving to do the dishes? Any, any books that you've read or reading or all your books that mm. you recommend? Because, you know, we, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, we, you know, I read a fair amount and I would say probably about 5% of them stay with me. The rest mm-hmm. of them forget. Yeah. So, well, I'm curious. What are you reading right now? I'm not. I'm moving. Oh, so. I put you on the spot here. <laughs> I, I really like I'm the. Reading, uh, I'm, uh, I'm reading about quantum computing at the moment. So. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we like quantum. Um, <laughs> I love that. I'm not currently reading a book at the moment either, but I really enjoyed the uh, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah, one. I finished reading that one. But right now is um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. It's literally how to unlearn being yourself, who you are, and relearn a new habit. And sometimes we become so attached to being a certain way, we're afraid of change. And again, mm-hmm. this is the whole changing process, yeah. and and it's it's being okay with it. Yeah, yeah. So I recommend it. And think like a month is awesome. What's your favorite in terms of the business focus? What is your favorite word, and why? I love the word mischievous, I think, because that's how I would best describe myself, too. It's going back to the views of being outside the box, um, views that are different, let's say, from society and really just challenging um, just certain views, again, to break the habit of being that way. And let's be mischievous about it. I never, to be honest, I've never thought about my favorite word before. I think the word energy. Mm. I feel like energy is a very powerful word uh, mm. for me. Yeah. I just feel like I'm energy. Everything else outside is energy. Yeah. Money is energy. Like any type of abundance is energy. I just, I think energy is a very powerful word. Mm. Another silly little question that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like fun questions. Are you a morning or a night person? Hands down, night. Night. hundred percent. We love our night times. Yeah, I look forward to the night. I don't know what to do in the day unless it's sunshine. <laughs> of the interview, interviews I do, I would say it's about 80% morning, 20%. Oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Don't talk to me in the morning. No. She's more a little bit, like, chipper, chipper, but I have, like, a whole routine, like, just don't. Oh, she's just silent in I the just morning. don't. And then I and then I just by nighttime I have so much energy. It's like her energy starts building and building, and my energy starts building. And I yeah. save for time to eat is at nighttime. Yeah, like, but it technically should be like energetic with the sun. You rate <laughs> like your 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 energy should be higher in the morning, um, and then you kind of wind down. That's Chinese medicine philosophy, which is again what I trained in. But for some reason, I just love the nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mischievous. That's when you can be the most mischievous. I can see you. I think it's been really fun. And I'm sorry we had such, like, such a hard time. Getting oh, there. it was so fun. Never to be sorry. Yeah. Listen, it's all about the process. And the process yeah. with you was so much fun. 
that that outweighs any kind of interview that we would just be normally doing in any way. So it's well, so memorable. <laughs> thanks so much for that. That's really, that's really good. How can people get a hold of you guys? You know, we, we, we have a lot of a lot of viewers, listeners, or whatever. Uh, and and if you want to talk to other people in the interview, people do connect and have questions. How can simple our um, social media everything is earth kisses sky so instagram is at earth kisses sky and our website is earth sky.com and that's where you can find our products it will direct you right to the cannabis stores and it will also show you which retail stores that we are available in um so yeah yeah thanks so much Philip. we yeah. love communicating so with you. Please send us a message. Thank you, Philip. Thanks, Philip.